Hey, um, this is Tommy from Wolf of Moneyline. I'm going to be joined by my buddy Travis here today. We go way back in our soccer days. Uh, Travis was pretty good. I was pretty <laughs> bad. I could only score from like one foot away from the goal. But um, Travis, he's very informative about sports. He had his own podcast a couple of years ago with his brother. And um, we're just going to be talking about a couple of topics today. And then me and him are going to go head to head and uh, give 10 picks for everyone. But the first topic is Roy Williams. Roy Williams is, to me, on uh, the Mount Rushmore, probably a basketball coaches. Uh, his retirement's huge to that program. And what what's your thoughts on the Roy Williams retirement, Travis? And who do you think is going to replace him? Yeah, uh, first of all, thanks for the um, excellent intro, Tom. You you probably uh, painted painted my soccer playing pictures a little bit higher than I would have. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, Roy Williams, such such huge news. Um, oddly enough, was announced on on April Fool's Day, so I think a lot of people yeah. were unsure whether that was uh, was true or not. But but yeah, yeah, I, I have to agree to where he's, you know, such a great coach. He's, he's one of the best of all time, um, hands down. And, and they actually had a great documentary the other day, um, or a short clip, I should say, as far as how much he actually cared about his players. It was a, um, a senior day tribute, uh, to one of his players he had several years ago and, and how emotional he got and how emotional the player got. So I, I, I just think that goes to show, you know, the type of coach he was, he wasn't just about the wins and, um, you know, the hardware, he was actually in it for the, uh, you know, for the student athlete and, and to not only, you know, make them a great player, but also to make them a great person once they left this program. So, you know, to me, there's a great coach as far as X's and O's and so on and so forth. And he's definitely one of the greatest that's ever done it. But I think adding the human element to it, you know, I, I think it, um, it makes him that much better. And I think people will uh, remember him more so because of that than just being a great coach. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, he, he was kind of a little bit busted for his fake classes um, back in the day, but mm -hmm. um, it does seem like his players stay till they're seniors a lot of the time and they're, they're good players. And um, I'm looking at the stats here. I, you could fact check me if I'm wrong, but um, he has 903 wins, three national championships. And I mean, it, it's hard to compete with that. I mean, there, there's been great coaches like John Wood and Mike Krzyzewski, um, Bobby Knight. But the thing about Bobby Knight is Bobby Knight was such a tool. So I put him <laughs> above Bobby Knight, but um yeah, I, I honestly think he ran a great program. Right now I'm seeing that, like, the front runner is the UNC Greensboro coach. With, right. Uh, being a West Miller, he's a player. But honestly, this is USC, you know. They could get whoever they want. And here's what would be my list, honestly, because I think they could go bigger. But I think I honestly think Brad Stevens is on the hot seat with the Celtics. So if he ends up getting let go by the Celtics, I could see his name popping up. 
I was going to say Porter Moser, but we got big news today, and Porter Moser is going to Oklahoma, All right. which is a big get for Oklahoma because I think he's a fantastic coach. I think Nate Oates would be good. Eric Musselman has really done a great job at Nevada and Arkansas. Uh, we got Scott Drew. Honestly, Scott Drew's an amazing coach. He's coaching at Baylor, but it's Baylor, you know. It's it's not UNC. So I could see if he, like, loses in the national championship, he could possibly go up to UNC. And possibly Rick Barnes. I mean, Rick Barnes is a really good coach. I I'm not sure if he's completely sold on Rocky Top because he tried to go to UCLA a couple of years ago. They just wouldn't pay him enough. But uh, those are some names I would put in. It will be interesting to see who they get. Is there anybody that uh, sticks out to you that they might get? No, I, I think everyone you listed is is definitely notable. And, and I think the interesting thing, uh, you know, to see will be, you know, IU hired um, Woodson, and obviously he's a little bit older. So is UNC gonna gonna take the same steps to where they hire someone a little bit more established, maybe uh, to you know keep the program going where it's at right now? Or are they gonna go with a younger person, uh, you know, who's actually the person who can be there, um, like Roy Williams was for a number of years? Um, yeah, I, I think the the guy out of UNC Greensboro. Greensboro would be top three, you know, former player. They say they like to stay in-house. And um, he's been a head coach there for, I think they said, six or seven years. So, um, you know, head coaching experience is obviously very important. Um, Hubert Davis was one of the first people that came to my mind because I I remember when he was an ESPN analyst uh, with Jay Billis, I don't know, six-plus years ago. And then he left to be an assistant at UNC. So, you know, um, he, he thinks very highly of UNC, obviously having played there and, um, you know, leaving a good cushy job at ESPN to, to possibly take a pay cut, I would assume. Um, uh, I, I know there's, I guess, a wild card for me. I, I don't really think there's um, really any chance, but there's a, another assistant called Sean May. Um, he used to be a UNC player. Uh, yeah, I, I love that team, the Sean May, Raymond Felden team. Yes. I remember acting like I was Sean May out of the, <laughs> the basketball court, and I'm some 5'11 white guy. Yeah, and, and well, he was maybe maybe 6'9", maybe I guess 6'10 would be generous, but he was, what, like 270 pounds? I don't know. He was he was a he was a refrigerator yes. down there, yeah. And, and he may have been player of the year that year. I don't recall, but, I, I mean, obviously they, they won the championship. Uh, but I know he's been there for a number of years. No head coaching experience, but, you know, when you've been with the program for a number of years, not only as a player, but as an assistant, you know the ins and outs, you know the expectations. So, it, I mean, to me, I, I definitely think they'll they'll try to entertain an outside hire, someone who doesn't really have familiarity with the program. Um, but, you know, Baylor, uh, you said Scott Drew, and um, Bill Neva's head coach, Jay Wright, I mean – yeah. I just I just saw where Bill Self got a um, lifetime rolling contract like Cal- yeah, Calipari they, did. They don't want to lose another Jayhawk coach, man. Yes, yes. So I mean, I, honestly, I can see where Drew is at Baylor for a while because he helped uh, to revitalize that program. Same with Wright, to where you know, um, you know, they hadn't won a national championship since uh, they had the upset against Georgetown. I believe that was in the seventies, maybe. Um, so, I mean, th- those guys have it too good. You know, I, I, I just don't see them leaving. So I, I do think it'll end up coming down to 
someone who has ties with um, with UNC. So it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, it's definitely um, a job that's a lot better set up than the IU job is as far as, you know, they still have really good players that should be coming back, uh, good recruits that should be coming in still, um, you know, and it's ACC, right? If it's, if it, uh, to me, if it's a Big Ten or ACC, those are the two best, two best um, uh, conferences in, in college basketball right now and, and have been for a number of years. So um, very attractive job, but it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I'd be shocked if any other players honestly left. I'm pretty sure they're all probably going to stay. I don't think they really have, like, amazing pro talent on this team Mm -hmm. like they usually do, but they're all still pretty solid players, and I I see a lot of them coming back. But that will be interesting to see in the next couple days who they decide to go with. And – um. Uh, I, I'm curious for that. It's This has been an interesting year with basketball, with the UNC job being open, the Texas job being open, and now the IU job being open. And I'm hearing Chris Beard is honestly probably going to Texas, and I think that would be a great hire for them. Right. So it will be interesting to see how all these things play out. But let's go on to the NBA now. And um, honestly, I think the NBA is kind of getting a little ridiculous with these super teams, I mean, what what do you think about the Lakers and the Nets pickups? Do you actually think the Lakers are a super team, or do you think they're not? Or we for sure know the Nets are a super team. I mean, that's a guarantee. They're given, like, LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin as your fourth and fifth option. Right. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> so – number of years back right when the Celtics seemed to be the first first team or notable team to create a quote-unquote super team uh with Ray Allen KG and um and Paul Pierce who was already there and then turn around to uh you know LeBron D Wade and Chris Bosch getting together um I, I think the Nets have have done something completely different um it's it's definitely head and shoulders above what's what's happened before you know you you had kate or i'm sorry uh yeah you had kd um being kevin durant not uh kevin garnett or i said yeah kd i meant i meant kg before sorry yeah so you got (laughs) so you got uh you got kd you got Harden, you got Kyrie, obviously um but yeah but and that's a big three right that's 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 what we're used to seeing you know you know with the um warriors as well um, obviously in the recent years, but then you add in Griffin and then you add in Aldridge as well, who are, um, both known to be, you know, really good players over, over their careers. Um, so honestly, this is, this is something I'm not accustomed to seeing. I know the Lakers did something when they got Malone, um, towards the end of his career in the early two thousands. Yeah, exactly. But I think this is a little bit different just because I think these players being Aldridge and Griffin are a little bit younger, um, but I, I don't like it. I, I really don't like it at all. Um, I mean, maybe if I was a fan of that team, then, you know, I might have a different opinion. Um, it, it's it's um, I, I love when I see a player stick with the team they were drafted or, you know, uh, maybe they got traded there and then they end up sticking with them. You know, like um, Greek Creek, right? You know, he's signed his contract with the yeah. Bucks. Um, obviously, he realizes the challenges. Um, you know, they don't have a – 
a high market team, if you will. And it's not a very attractive place to go to play in Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, so I guess, you know, to answer your question, I'm not really for the, the super mega teams. I don't mind seeing a couple, you know, all-stars going to the same, same team, kind of like what PG and Kawhi did or whatever. Um, but you know, when, when you see a team stockpiling, um, really good talent, um, it's, it's kind of annoying to me, to be honest. And it kind of, um, takes me away from wanting to watch, watch any NBA. Yeah. I mean, um, honestly, do you think like anybody could even come close with this Nets team or do you, are you already giving them the championship? Uh, honestly, I, I think the Lakers, um, Lakers when fully healthy. Um, and then even, even before they got Drummond, um, I liked them a lot. And then, um, I'm liking this jazz team this year. So, as far as talent wise, no, they don't have like the all stars that the Nets have. But honestly, you know that doesn't matter. It's about how they fit together. And I, I think um, as much as I don't like LeBron, you know, I, I can't take the crown off the Lakers' head until they actually lose. So I would say the Lakers or the Jazz. Um, I don't, I don't see anybody in the East um, competing with the Nets whatsoever. I, I just don't see see anybody being able to do that. But um, but I think the Nets take the East, and then it depends who they get in, in the championship. I, I just don't see how they don't make the championship with their roster. No, I think I'm with you. I think, honestly, when I look at these two teams, I think the Nets are easily down to the championship, probably winning the championship. And the Lakers, like with making picks, I, I'd stay away from the Lakers right now because – I thought this was a super team. I thought they were deep, but this team sucks without AD and LeBron James. I mean, they're going downhill and they're going downhill fast. So it will be interesting when those guys come back, what seed they'll actually start off in the West. Right. Um, but this, t- this team, I mean, they have good players. They just got um, Andre Drummond. I mean, Andre Drummond, alongside of ad i mean that is two freaking great big men um lebron james honestly i know a couple of my friends act like lebron james um isn't good which just look what he's done with this lakers team i mean like he's off the team they're not a playoff team he's on the team they're like the best team in the west so I'm with you. I'm actually cheering. I love since we're Pacers fans and oh, I always cheer for the low market team. So I'm pulling for the Jazz, but I still with a full healthy Lakers team with AD and LeBron James back, I see them going through the Yeah, and you know what? I'm still... When it comes to the Jazz too, Tom, um I think as long as they take buses to their games, they're going to have a better chance of um better chance of winning instead of flying like like they encountered this past week. Oh, my gosh, man. I couldn't even <laughs> Yeah, that's scary stuff. That yeah, that's scary stuff. Jeez. I, I'm going on a flight in, like, three weeks, and that's scary. Yeah, yeah, that's – it's it's something to think about. I mean, it's it's never good to find out about that right before you fly either. So and, – and especially for NBA players, you know, they that's their primary mode of transportation. So I can only imagine – um, you know, what are going through players' minds in the coming weeks after, you know, just hearing about that, not even the players that went through it. So, 
Jeez, yeah, that that happened to the Michigan basketball team yeah. a couple of years ago too. So it's it's scary, man. And um, there was like a soccer team a couple of year, years ago where their like whole team like ended up dying. I remember. Yeah, it's it's a, it's. So, I mean, as sad as it is to say it, it's bound to happen to where you know you'll at least get that scare. Let alone, um, you know, if the plane actually does go down and. You know, people lose their lives, which is which is terrible. But I mean, it's it's um just something that happens. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm all for the Jazz taking the bus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but alrighty, um, it's down to our picks now. It's you and me going mano y mano this weekend. What what do you got for the spread pick? Um, so. If it uh, is this strictly college basketball, no, it could be any any league. Oh man, um, so I would, so I don't, I don't have it in front of me. Um, I don't know when the when the championship game is, but I would definitely lean toward um, the Arizona Wildcats in women's basketball because I'm sure they're not going to be favored against Stanford. Uh, you know, they just beat UConn last night. They beat them by, gosh, I don't have it in front of me, but it was between six and 10 points. They were ahead the majority of the game. Uh, so it's going to be a conference game, right? So it's Arizona against Stanford. I'm sure they played a couple times. I haven't seen what the outcomes were. Um, I would assume that Stanford probably got the best of them, um, if not once, twice. But yeah, I, I'm telling you what, I'm going to go with, I'd go with Arizona. I feel pretty confident about that. Um, they're a three seed. And you think Arizona's going to be under? Yeah, I would think so because Stanford's a one seed. Uh, they only had two losses the whole year, and then they just beat another one seed. And then, um, I mean, I think UConn was good, but I don't, I don't think they were the overall number one seed um, that I'm aware of. So, no, I don't. And so, I mean, was. a three seed, you know, that's not terrible. That's not like uh, you know UCLA and men's basketball where it's double digit seed. But I do think they're going to be underdogs. So I would say if they're six points or more um, of an underdog, I would take that. But if they're fewer than that, then I would take Stanford. So that so that's what I would say. Otherwise, if I couldn't have that, then I would say um, I would probably I would take Houston in the points. I think it was at six last time I checked um, in men's basketball. So if it's so for the women's, if it's not six points or greater of an underdog for Arizona, then I would say take Baylor and um, I'm sorry, Houston against Baylor um, at six points. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I think um, that one was fluctuating between five and six points the last yeah. time I saw. Um, my, my spread pick for tonight is going to be the Bucks at minus six and a half over the Kings. Okay. And it's just because of the Greek freak. I, I trust in the Greek freak. I just don't like this Kings team too. I mean, they, there's, they supposedly have these amazing players like De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, Marvin Bagley, and they're still not any good. So I like the Bucks at least winning by seven points tonight, and I saw Marvin Bagley is going to be out tonight. So give me the Bucks in that one. Do you have any um, player props for them? Yeah, one I really love, and I actually took 
recently when Gonzaga was playing. Oh, who were they playing prior? Who who did Gonzaga play prior to UCLA? USC, uh, right? Yeah. So I took um, Drew Timmy and uh, his assists at two and a half that game, and he went over in the first half. So it's actually still at two and a half for this game. So um, that would definitely be my best bet for uh, player props. I actually really like that they're doing player props for college basketball. So I've been all over that since the tournament started, and I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, that, I, I feel like that's an awesome pick. And I like your comparison with Drew Timmy and uh, Christian Yes. Uh, because he uh, he looks like Christian He Lester, acts like him, too. The way he plays, the guys are yep. looking. Yep, his mustache. He's a powerful, powerful mustache, and it seems like he always has uh, some little different reaction every time he, he scores, too, which I love that. So he's cocky, and you have to be if if you're a good player and you're on a good team. I respect the mustache, <laughs> man, and I was, doing the, I was doing the mustache dance earlier this yeah. week, just showing my respect to him. But uh, my, my player prop is going to be – I saw this today. Uh, the, the Spurs are playing the Pacers, so – and then it said DeMar DeRozan over 1-3 or under. And I'm taking them – well, it's technically at .5, so over .5. It would be like him sh- making one three-pointer. So I'm going to say this Pacers defense, they've really lost their identity – they're allowing these teams to score at will. Like the last couple of games, it's been like between 110 to 120 points a game. So I'm saying DeMar DeRozan gets a three-pointer tonight. Um, for our next pick, I'm going to do – let's do the underdog pick. Do you have an underdog The underdog pick. Do you have an underdog pick for tonight? Yes. Um, underdog pick would be Houston. Uh, you know, they, they have really good defense. I know their offense can be off and on at times, but, you know, they were top 10 in both offense and defense throughout the year efficiency. So, you know, give me Houston. I, I think that, you know, Baylor is great offensively, but I, I don't think they've faced a defensive team like Houston, at least in the tournament. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely pick Houston as my underdog for tonight. Houston um, is an interesting team. And here's an interesting stat about Houston is they get so many, like, second-chance shots. They're the number one offensive rebounding team in the nation. So uh-huh. they usually shoot more shots than the other team. And they do have a better defense than Baylor. So you know, I'm really looking forward to that team. I think – or that game, I think it's going to be a really good game later on tonight. And I don't, I honestly don't know who's going to win that. So I think that's a good pick. I'm going to go with the Oakland Athletics over the Houston Astros. Awesome baseball. All right. I'm, you know, baseball just started. I'm throwing it in there. And um, baseball is just so unpredictable. I know these Athletics are 0 and 2, and the Astros are 2 and 0. But I, I like this athletics team. I'm saying they're getting their first W tonight and hand in Houston their first L. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, and you and you can't favor a team that cheated either, Tommy. So I think I think that's safe to pick against them. 
No, because... they're probably not stealing uh, people's play calls anymore. Hopefully, <laughs> they better not be. Yeah, they they were they weren't even punished. They weren't punished as as much as they should have been either. So I'll leave it at that because I could I could talk about that for for a long period of time. But um, but yeah, I would definitely be happy with seeing uh, Houston get their first L of the season tonight. <laughs> yeah, we we don't support cheaters here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, now we're going to our kind of field. We're going to the soccer right. part of it. What, what what do you like for a soccer game? Uh, how about you lead off on soccer and let me let me look real quick. What while you look at um up your pick, I'm gonna get my pick currently. Okay. I, I have um, Liverpool winner draw versus Arsenal, and that game's coming on at three. And uh, these are two evenly matched teams. Liverpool sits at seventh place right now, and Arsenal sits at ninth. It's kind of been a disappointing year for Liverpool since they won last season. So I'm playing it safe and just saying Liverpool's going to get a winner, at least a draw here. Okay, and I haven't been super into um, current standings and so on and so forth, but having said that, um, give me Tottenham. Uh, That's actually tomorrow morning. All right, so Travis is going against the grain with Houston over Baylor, and he he thinks Zags are going to coast over UCLA. Here, here's my picks for tonight. I am not going against the grain. I, you know, Houston hasn't played many teams like Baylor, so um, I just don't see them getting the W tonight. I know they have a really good defense. I know that um, they've only lost three games, but what's still in the back of the, my mind is they should have been ousted against the middle of the road Big Ten team and Rutgers. So I'm sticking with Baylor in this spot, and I've said this on our um, Wolf of Moneyline page that I think Johnny Juzang needs to score 35 points for UCLA to even be close in this game. Uh, and he just injured his ankle, so I don't, I don't see it happening, honestly. I think Gonzaga coasts in this one. Yeah, I'm a little upset or disappointed that you had a boring pick and, and picked Baylor with how this uh, tournament has gone. But, you know, it, it's a smart pick for sure, so I can't fault you for that. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very boring here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, let's go to um, baseball. Are you a big baseball guy? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely a big baseball guy. Who, who do you like? To, to win the whole thing or who's my favorite team? Or no, I mean, like, who's your pick for today? Oh, um, so the Yankees are winning, so I'll just go with the Yankees. <laughs> no, uh, here, give me one second. Let me look and see. <laughs> Let me look and see uh, what's going on here. Um, let's see. So we got some Braves Philly action. We you have your Astros uh, Athletics game going on there. You know what? Give me. Um, I see the Cardinals and Reds are playing. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Reds fan, but it looks like Adam Wainwright's going tonight. He's on the bump um, against the Reds, so uh, give me the cards tonight over the Cincinnati Reds. The St. Louis Cards, yes. card up. Yes. Um, 
I'm gonna go with the Cubbies. Okay. The Cubbies over the Pirates, and um, the Cubs kind of had an off day yesterday, but you know I could back Arietta today and um, that pitching unit. And I, I'm saying the Cubs, they have a great roster, honestly, too. Probably they're one of the highest paying teams in baseball. So, and probably they're, they pay like probably three times what the Pittsburgh Pirates pay. So give me the Cubs today. The next, uh, we're getting close to the end, but we have to give a hockey pick. Do you have a hockey pick at all? All right, Travis, we left off on hockey picks. Who do you like, Puck Daddy? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. Uh, I'll take the Islanders over the uh, over the Flyers because flying hasn't been great recently, and I'd like to stay grounded. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, taking Canadians over Senators, and the one reason I'm doing this is because the Senators suck and they have over 25 losses. Canadians are way better, so go Canadians. All right, um, we're going to go to NBA. All right. Uh, man, I'd, I'd love to take the Pacers tonight, uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna take them. I'm taking the Mavs because uh, the Wizards have been a dumpster fire. Uh, Beal, Beal has been out. I believe he's still out. Uh, Westbrook's putting up triple doubles, and they're still losing by 46 points. So give me the Mavs on the road tonight. Westbrook's just that character who just likes to put up stats, you know, And uh, but his teams don't win. So I, I, I'm, with, I'm with your pick there. I'm going to go Jazz over the Magic just because Jazz will coast easily. They're the best team in the West, and the Magic – are also a dumpster fire. Very bad. All right, Travis, we are on to our final pick. I wish you the best of luck. I'm interested to see how our picks pan out this weekend. And we're going to go to golf. I know you're a big golf fan. So what's happening at the oh, Solero Open? Oh, for sure, yes. Um, oddly enough, the, the current leader, someone who I was high on earlier in the year, or I'm sorry, earlier in the year, earlier in the week um and so i'm just i'm actually gonna back him and stick with him um uh, of course i picked the person who's the leader uh but it's it's Cam, cameron try uh, i think it's triangle tringali there we go that's i was gonna say triangle um yeah I'm, I'm gonna back him you know he got off to a hot start uh after his first two rounds obviously because he's in the lead uh i don't believe he's won a tournament um in the pj that i'm aware of so you know, why not now? Jordan Spieth, he's been in a lot of um, tournaments recently, but he doesn't finish on Sunday. So so give me Cameron uh, Tringali to uh, to complete the complete the uh, tournament and, and win the whole thing. Get the dub. You, you are one ballsy character just going for the person in the lead right now. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan Spieth. The Spiethmeister has been a little up and down recently, but I'm going to do a safe pick here. Jordan Spieth's in second place. I'm going to say he finishes in the top five. Still, I'm going to say, I know you said he doesn't finish um, well on Sundays, but you know what? He's finished in top five this week and he might be getting that W because I don't, there's not a lot of depth in this golf tournament. 
um, this week. And I, I really like the Smeathmeister. He's won three majors. I know he's been down recently, but he is getting the W. And at the very least, he's finishing top five. So thank you for joining me today, Travis. And hopefully I could have you on again sometime soon. All right. Good luck, buddy. Bye. David, what's up? What's up, dude? It's not showing me a screen. Uh, that's the way it usually is, man. Oh, right on, right on. I uh, didn't know I, how it worked. Yeah, I'm a newbie to this. so. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> but um, how, how's it been, man? Hey, things are going good, man. Um, you know, got out of the military like almost going on two years now. And uh, the transition was pretty successful for me. And um, I jumped on the bandwagon with my family and we started a small little exteriors company and it's, it's doing pretty well right now. I couldn't be happier and blessed and more humble for sure. But, uh, what about you, man? It's been 10 years since we've really kind of talked. It's yeah, it's, it's been a while, man. Um, I'm, I'm just enjoying the married life and, uh, I'm a, I'm an autistic therapist right now, so um i kind of do one-on-one training with severely autistic kids so that's that's just kind of my passion right now um i've been doing it for like five years man that's legit you you doing it long term or what's what's big picture Uh, yeah i I think so i i eventually want to build myself up and like create some of the programs later on and just grow within the company but it's rewarding man i i honestly think it's my calling for sure, man. That's awesome. Hey, I, I hope everybody eventually finds their calling in life. You know, when, when I see friends being successful and thriving, there's nothing I, miss, I wish them nothing but the best. So it's nice to see that most of us made it in life. Yeah, thanks, brother. I appreciate you yeah. doing this with me. Oh, um, absolutely, man. I'm excited. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I always like your um, sports comments, man. So th- this should be fun. Yeah, um, the, you know, I I know I bring a little bit more energy to the table than most, but uh, I always yeah, see. you do. I I need that it, passion on here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just I do it out of fun. I know that I can trigger some people with uh, some of my comments, but it's obviously out of out of comedic relief. And all I want to do is make people laugh and smile when it comes down to it. I don't ever mean anything serious by sports talk, but I can get pretty passionate with my opinions and. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make me laugh, man. Um, the first topic we're going to talk about is uh, Nganu versus Jones. Do you think it will happen? And if it does, what do you think will happen? Uh, I think the fight will happen. Dana White's not going to shy away from making a shiny penny from that fight. Um, I don't think Jones has a chance in, in at, at all to – to beat him uh i will i won't lie to you i haven't really watched um i, I can't even pronounce his name um Nganu. how do you say it again Nganu. Nganu. uh i've yeah. seen his highlights i know his hype um i know that he's coming with a force i do listen to joe rogan a lot i don't know if i'm allowed to sponsor but <laughs> i listen to joe rogan a lot <laughs> no, joe rogan's huge. awesome yes he he's huge into that and the way he makes it seem it's not even it, he he's so far ahead of the pack when it comes to uh, his fighting technique and just his overall strength and brute brutality. I don't I don't see I don't see Jones having a chance. He's too old. 
he's probably going to put himself back on some steroids and hopefully get away with it to be able to fight. Yeah, that's the only way I feel like he's got to start juicing up again. Yeah, man, and it, I just, I don't know. I Jones, man, I for what it's worth, his legacy has been fun. It's been cool to watch him over the years, but uh, yeah, his time's up, and if they do do this fight, it's David, are you there? Hey, man, I'm sorry I lost you on that. We were, we were um, talking about Ngannou versus Jones, and you were thinking Jones' time's up? Yeah, man, yeah, I don't know what happened there. It might have been me I calling me, and I hit the decline button, and I think it exited out of our recording. Uh, yeah, I think Ngannou is – is he he just brings such brutality to the to the, the octagon i just his his force his power and then then jones's age um according to joe rogan he he really hasn't seen a fighter like him um in his his weight class in a very long time so if it happens it's going to be hype and if it happens it's going to make a lot of money but i don't think jones has a chance yeah i mean um did you see john john jones last fight between dominic grace I, I did not. I did not see it. Um, the last UFC fight I watched was that McGregor fight with Pure. Or I, I, I'm horrible with names, man. Pure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pure. Um, and he wasn't even. And then now they're going to do a third fight with them. And and as much as I love McGregor, I mean, what what, what are we doing? I mean, he, he's going to get his his stuff rocked. Um, yeah, but, I uh, mean, it, it was interesting because I watched a little bit of that fight and then um, it looked like McGregor was winning the first round, but it looked almost like he gave up um, just because he couldn't not he knew he couldn't knock out Poirier. And that's kind of the mentality that will be interesting with uh, Ngannou and Jones because Ngannou is so used to knocking all these dudes out in like the first or second round and if he's not able to do that, I wonder if he'll kind of give up with Jones. But um, I'm kind of like you right now. I think Jones' time's up. I hope he gets his money. Like he, I mean, he deserves it. He's undefeated. He's been the champ for a long time. But um, just stepping up with the big boys, I think this is going to be really hard for him. And I think the only way he could win is if he could take and gone her down to the ground, which I don't know if he could hold him down on the ground that long. So it, it will be interesting, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It will be an interesting fight, and I will definitely be watching this one. I believe the hype in, in him now. And uh, I do respect Jones as a fighter. He is one of the all-time greats, uh, regardless of the the dampening of his resume because of the, the peds. But uh, I respect him, and if he does go, if he does get it to the ground, he probably has a chance. But uh, I think that overall, he's probably going to lose this one. Yeah, I think he has too. And um, just just watching him in his last fight, a lot of people thought he lost his last fight, but just because he was John Jones, like some people think they just gave it to him. So it it will be interesting since he's struggling with the light heavyweight guys and moving up to the heavyweight guys, what he could do. I just don't see it turning out well for him. But let, let's get on to um, Askren versus Ben Askren versus Jake Paul, which I, I'm totally buying this because it's only 25 bucks, and I want to see Jake Paul get beat up. 
Dude, I hope he gets his stuff rocked, man. I'm over <laughs> that clown, dude. He is such a clown. And honestly, I am not a fan of Ben either. I think he's a washed up has been, but he's also at the end of the day a fighter and he's been fighting for years, years. Um, even if he's only doing small bouts right now, he's he's going to rock the hell out of Jake. I don't know. It's all a publicity stunt. It's all to make money just like last time. I, I just don't get it. I Jake Paul, as much as as big he as he is and as brutal as he can be. Um, I just think he's all talking. He's gonna get hit by a real fighter in the octa- or in the in the, the arena, and it's not gonna be pretty. I think it's. I think he's gonna realize like, oh, this guy actually hits. Nate Robinson can just dunk a basketball. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And I I think Ben's winning it by a long shot. And I think it's just again. Sorry, my dog is squeaking on his toy in the background. Bubba. It's all good, man. <laughs> I, I'm with you on this one. I think it's Ben Askren. And you know what's the shocking thing about this is odds makers are favoring Jake Paul, which I, it's just mind blowing to me. So, oh, that's, you... a, that's a that's a that's a sucker's bet. And we all know it. I don't I don't see how he is favored at all. Me neither, man. It, it's shocking. I mean, he only has two fights. He beat up another YouTuber, and then he beat up a five-nine basketball player. Right, I, I not an actual fighter like Askren. Askren, he was nineteen and zero before he went, or he was eighteen and zero before he went to the UFC. Went one and two in the UFC, and I, the dude is fighting legit guys. Like I don't, I know he's a wrestler, but he could still take a punch, and I'm sure he could still punch some people himself but it, it's crazy man um i it's a no-brainer for me i'm i'm saying ben Askren by a landslide and i'm paying 25 bucks to see it yep i'm paying 25 bucks to see some some dude get his shit or his stuff rock sorry i know we're not allowed to cuss um keep it pg for me I was saying, keep it PG for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I, I, he's gonna get, <laughs> he's gonna get his head rocked. Um, and watch. I, I'm definitely paying the twenty five bucks, and um, I'm gonna laugh the entire time, and then I'm gonna talk a bunch of crap the next day to just say I told you so. This dude was a clown, and he made money off of trolling people. And don't get me wrong, the dude is funny. I know that his his last little. Uh, on social media he unfollowed all women on his social media except conor mcgregor's wife <laughs> really yeah he, and he started he was like dming mcgregor's wife or he was doing something like that where he, the only woman he had on his social media platform was simply mcgregor's wife and it was just to piss mcgregor off and, oh my god yeah i just he's, i didn't know that <laughs> yeah he's a clown man and I'm ex- I'm excited for him to get humble. Uh, I think Ben Askren er, is going to uh, rock his world because he is at the end of the day a professional fighter, and uh, he knows what he's doing, and he's not just some YouTube star trying to get clout. <laughs> yeah, it will be interesting if he does lose. What he what does he do after this? That's that's what will be the interesting thing. But another interesting fight on this card. Is an actual boxer, um, Cunningham, is taking on um, a UFC heavyweight. I don't know if you knew him back in the day, but his name was Frank Mir. 
and he beat Brock Lesnar. Yes, I remember that fight. So if I remember, that was was that Lesnar's first fight ever? I think it was, yeah, I think it was his first fight. Yeah, because I remember the hype with Brock Lesnar. He was wearing triple XL gloves. I'll never forget it. I was at my uncle's house and watching it upstairs on the projector. And it was huge hype behind Lesnar and, and Mir got him. Like almost and, broke his arm. Yeah, got him in that hold. And the whole state, I, I never forget it. The whole, the whole house shook. We were just so, it was it was crazy because of the hype behind Lesnar. Um, I I think I'm going to take Cunningham on this one. Um, again, I don't really know much about them. I looked up their stats a little bit earlier before I decided to make my decision. I think Cunningham just just looks a little bit better. Um, I also know that I think he's slightly favored. Um, in his, I believe it's his reach that I, I definitely favor. I think his reach over Mir is going to be his in favor of his, if I remember correctly, is was it his reach. I know that I, I did my research on it. it was, yeah, I, was, I, yeah. I, I do think he has a, like, Frank Muir's a bigger guy. He's, like, going to come in the ring at, like, 250, but in uh, coming, Cunningham's at, like, 208, I think. So, um, but Cunningham's the boxer, and he's been, like, a champion in boxing. So, I'm always leaning towards, like, the boxer over the MMA guy in the boxing match. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. I mean, that's just you go back to the I hate bringing up McGregor again, but the McGregor Mayweather fight like, you know, McGregor looked good in the first two or three rounds. But when it comes down to boxing's a science. And if you haven't been doing that your whole life like they have, you know, like Cunningham has, I, I don't see it being even remotely close. I think Cunningham's winning this one easily, uh, especially being a boxing match. You're in his arena in, in his arena and uh I think Mir's also a little little on the older side too, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited for that one too. Um, the next one, I, I really want your take on this because I know you're such a big Pacers fan. And um, one of my buddies on who's actually in the group, his name's Alex Golden. He does the Setting the Pace podcast um, with the Pacers. He's talked to. Kevin Pritchard and um, he talks to JMB on the radio and he um, basically wrote an article of should the Pacers just tank or should they make a playoff run? What's, what's your opinion on that? Oh, tank, tank. What are we talking about? Tank. You know, I, I can talk, I, I, my heart and soul is put in the Pacers and I can talk hours with the Pacers. Um, First off, good for your friend for having those connections and being able to talk to KP like that. I listened to the Locked On Pacers podcast on uh, just your Apple Podcast Network, and it's got oh, okay. Tony Tony East from Forbes and Adam Friedman from Indy Cornrows. I know that they get inside that locker room a lot, and I listen to them. But um, anyways, I I totally they 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 were talking about it too, and I I absolutely think we should tank. What what are we talking about? Do do we have a chance at all to even make it past the second round? I mean. No, Brooklyn, no, Brooklyn. I don't think we. Yeah, I don't think we have a chance of winning the first round, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we. Uh, God, where, where do you want to start with the Pacers? What I don't understand is when, if you compare our roster, like our top, not just our starting five, but like you take our starting five and our our top three bench players, you take that that eight man roster. Who's got a better roster than us? 
I mean, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. At the top, you know, you got Lakers who are top heavy with their one and two punch with LeBron and AD. But how many, how many times, you know, you go down the ladder on the roster. We're so deep. Like, we're so deep. And I just don't understand why, <laughs> why, why we just can't get it right. You know, I'm really pointing a lot of fingers at Nate Bjorkman right now. I just don't. I don't understand his rotations. I, I don't understand. I just don't. I don't get it. Aaron Holiday. And then your boy, um, Nate McMillan's just killing it out of the Hawks right Yeah, now. that's my thing, dude. And I've always, you know, and I, I, I stick to my words. And uh, I don't like Nate McMillan. I never did. He's way too old school. He doesn't have a good relationship yeah. with the players. He's very, uh, he, he's very black and white. You know, he's, he's, he's tone deaf to the modern day NBA, in my opinion. Um, he's all about defense, which blows my mind. He, he gets hired on the Atlanta Hawks, who are all about offense and have absolutely zero defense. Yeah, and and granted, maybe the Hawks will make the playoffs, but they're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're not. I, I, they're not going anywhere. The East is is besides the Bucks. Maybe I don't think anyone has a chance at all to beat Brooklyn Nets. It's ridiculous. I mean, even oh, tonight, no. even tonight, like they're it's a laughing stock. They're literally resting. KD Harden. I think the only and Kyrie. I think the only one playing out of all of them was uh, um, I think even Blake Griffin sitting out today, and they're playing the 76ers, but they don't care. Uh, Katie scores because they know they'll be there. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah playoff time. They're going to be there, and they know it. They, it's just yeah. Adam. You know, Adam Silver uh, is starting to get a lot of heat from me. Whether you know, take that, dude. Look. He sucks. I I uh, hate the new playoff format. Yeah, uh, the new playoff format. Don't I don't necessarily it. care about what. What I don't understand is why we're letting these players get away with the entitlement, man. Um, but yeah, and then um, like David know, Stern, he denied the Chris Paul trade. He's like, no, we can't be having this crap. So yeah, which I, at looking back on, I'm like, that was actually a good move because yeah, that's the, he's I mean, like but, stopping you know, the super teams, you know. 100%. So the, the whole stopping Chris Paul from going to the Lakers, but you can have James Harden, KD, and Kyrie. Come on, that's unfathomable. Like, that, that's not that's unheard of. Like, it's not even yeah, fair at that point. I, I agree. And I hope something's got to give. I hope the, you know, the players probably aren't going to be too vocal about it, but I, there's got to be a, someone in the background saying, look, this can't keep happening. And we're going to lose viewership. We're going we're gonna to lose fans. No one's going to care about small market as much as we don't already. Um, it's, 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 it sucks. And I hope it changes. Cause I put my heart and soul in every game. I watch every game since, since 2005, Danny Granger's rookie year. I don't miss a game. Uh, uh, even in the military was different, but regardless, I, I love my Pacers and it just frustrates me when I see how good of a roster we have. And we just, we just can't get it together. We just can't get it together. I don't, something's got to give, what is it? I don't know. Uh, I can play the what if scenario. We trade this guy and get this guy. Matchup wise, we we blow most teams out of the water. It it frustrates me so much, Tommy, to see them <laughs> just struggle. So let let's say we tank here. What what position do you think we need probably the most? Oh, I would say probably a backup shooting guard. Um, I I like the idea of having a shooting guard out there. I wouldn't mind having a an actual solid power forward um i you know you you throw turner and sabonis in that mix up all day long and you, neither one of them are true power forwards you know they're trying to they're going to run tj warren probably at the three move brogdon and they're talking 
putting Brogdon at the two and starting Lavert at the one, which I 100% disagree with. Once everybody becomes back healthy, is what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't, see, yeah. I don't understand why you would do that. Brogdon's numbers are ridiculous right now. He's underrated right now. He doesn't get respect. And <laughs> you're a huge Brogdon guy. You were so pumped about that. Oh, huge, huge Brogdon guy. I, <laughs> I, I, huge. My buddy called me and my, and Haley, my wife, she got it on film when I got caught finding out that Brogdon was traded or uh, was technically traded and signed to the Pacers. And I, I am big on Brogdon. It sucks. He's a little bit older. He didn't make it into the NBA until he was right out of, he did all four years in college. So, um, but we got him in his prime and we've got Sabonis in his prime. We've got literally all of these players in their prime and it just doesn't make any sense to me that we're just not winning. And, and, and people are oh, three games under 500 right now. I know I, even that not even being a winning team. I mean, well, on any given night, Brogdon's an all-star. He's, he's all-star caliber. I should say, how, how can he not be? I mean, look at his numbers right now. Sabonis, we all know about him. Oh, Mr. Triple Dub himself. You got and TJ Warren. He's a walking <laughs> bucket, like Quinn Buckner says all the time. He, he just so- he is TJ Warren's a beast. I my only problem with him is I wish he would stay healthy. More. Yeah, I, I the plantar fasciitis though is no joke, man. I I had that in the military, and you not being able to cur- you know bend your foot, it sucks, man. It, it, you feel like you got flat foot syndrome for a while, and you yeah, that that's a problem in the NBA for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you talk about Levert. The dude's dropping 50 pieces right before we got him. What are we talking about? I I just y- – you compare our starting five. There's obviously probably I – would, I would say there's easily five or six teams with a better starting five. But then you take our bench players, our role players, and, and you throw those into the mix. Who's got a better roster than us, truly? Deep, deep – you know, run it deep-wise, you know, a deep roster. I, I don't I don't see it. But it's all about being top heavy right now, and it's all about the superstardom, and everyone wants to just gang up on the little guys, and that's just where we stand right now as a Pacers fan, and it sucks. One day, one day it'll happen. One day, we'll see it. One day, man. One day. One day. But, we um, had it that one year, and then um, they traded Danny Granger for like Andrew Bynum for some god knows reason. Oh no, they traded. They, they messed traded up all Danny the Granger chemistry for Evan Turner. It was Evan. Oh, it was yeah, Evan so Turner. I was so I was, I was, was so mad because Danny Granger is my all-time favorite Pacer, my all-time favorite. Uh, I don't. I don't know why we got rid of it. It, it made no sense, man. It, I think and that R.I.P. to Bobby Slick Leonard yesterday too, man. Greatest Pacer basketball coach. Ever. Yeah, R.I.P. to the goat, man. He he went to almost every game until he all the way up until he passed, man. He's. He's very highly respected. He kept a, he kept us in Indy too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He 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 owes or the fan base owes him a lot of respect and and I I hope people never forget what he did for our franchise because he truly was the reason why the Indiana Pacers are still the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. They will not trust me. They will not. Um, we're we're gonna go on to our next topic and then we're gonna make some more picks and then we're gonna call today and. Just get on with their lives with their beautiful wives. That'll work. I'm all about um, it. <laughs> uh, so basically, we're comparing old to new here. And I know you were definitely not excited about this fr- Philip Rivers character. I thought he did good. No. But, but what's your expectations for Wentz? Do you expect him to be 
better than Rivers, or do you think this is kind of a downgrade? No, I I think look, I I love Philip. I love Philip Rivers, man. I know I'm hard on that old guy. Uh, I just what <laughs> I didn't understand is how we had a Super Bowl ready. We were Super Bowl ready right now. I mean, you give us a top, even a top 15 quarterback. In my opinion, Rivers is not a top 15 quarterback. I think we could have made an, a good push to the ACA or, or yeah, the AR, the, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, the AFC championship game easily. And I just don't, I never understood the Philip Rivers move. He's, he was too old. He did 16 seasons with the Chargers. And I think he made it to the AFC twice. Uh, you know, in oh five, I think he went fourteen and two, and and beat. He actually beat the the Colts. I think the Colts were thirteen and three that year. Yeah, and he beat us to make it to the AFC just to get thumped by the Patriots, and we all know how that story goes. But he never proved himself in in Charger in the in Chargers franchise for sixteen years. What makes you think he was going to do it with us? Like. That's my point. Like well, we probably had a better. Well, I don't know if I would say better roster because he had um Antonio Gates and LT. The season at one point, and they still can't win. Right, and that was my argument too. The he's had, I think I don't know off the top of my head, but I know he's had a. I think I know he's had a fourteen and two season. He's had a. He's had multiple twelve and four seasons. I think he's even had a thirteen and three. But he's never been. Able, he's been a good. You know, a regular season quarterback, but he's never been able to, he's not, he doesn't have that it factor. He never did. He never has. He's got a weird throwing arm with a good percent completion percentage. Oh, yeah, the sidearm. Yeah, throw. I just, I'm not dog and rivers. He's just not, he didn't win it for with char, with the Chargers for 16 years. And what makes you think anything different was going to happen with the Colts, man? That was, they paid $25 million for a wasted <laughs> season, in my opinion. He didn't get it done with the Chargers on, through multiple generations of, of coaching and, and roster changes. I mean, he had LT in his prime and, and I wouldn't say his prime, but he had LT back in the day. Yeah, I just, I just didn't understand it. It made no sense. He had to go. Uh, we could have got someone easily better. Uh, I would even ran it back with Jacoby Brissett before I'd have done with signing rivers, but getting to Carson Wentz, extremely excited about Carson. I am very critical of the man. Uh, I think, He's got a lot to prove. He threw some sissy fits in Philly because Nick Foles won in the won in the Super Bowl, um, and he he yeah. hasn't been back to himself when he went eleven and one on that MVP season, and he just struck a bad luck, and he hasn't been the same since. And now he's got a little bit of an attitude entitlement problem because of it. Like before, before, yeah, that would be so hard to come back from. Though honestly, thinking about it, like. He was probably thinking, oh, we're going to be one and done in the playoffs. But no, this, this, his backup just comes in and wins a Super Bowl. So now the bar's like set for him really high. It's like, if you don't win a Super Bowl here in Philly, then you suck, man. You're no Nick Foles. Almost. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't, I hate that comparison because Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl, as much as I love Nick Foles, I do. I, that goes down, in my opinion, as the greatest Super Bowl I've ever watched. Uh, I was with uh, one of my buddies in Colorado on a mountain. We went skiing that weekend, uh, snowboarding, and we watched it in some random podunk bar or a uh, bar, hole in the wall bar with three foot of snow blizzard outside. We watched that that Super Bowl, and I just remember how amazing it was just to see a true underdog finally win it. And that's what sports is all about, in my and, you know, that's what I love about it. It's, 
always cheering for the underdog. But with 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 Foles winning that, that was such an anomaly. But for for the Philadelphia fan base and for all of the NFL to compare Nick Foles to Carson Wentz or vice versa wasn't fair, in my opinion, for Wentz. Because, again, that was just a, an anomaly. I mean, you run it back a million times, Nick Foles is probably not winning that Super Bowl again. It was just... Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I don't think that's ever happened before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I, I know that uh, the Rams um, in the 90s, um, St. Louis Rams, who was that quarter? Uh, Wagner? Uh, what? Not Wagner. Um, Kurt, yeah, Kurt. Kurt Wagner, right? With uh, was it was it Kurt Wagner? No, uh, you're thinking Kurt Warner. Warner. Jesus, I, I, why am I saying Wagner? My yeah. bad. Yeah, Kurt Warner came out of nowhere, <laughs> and, and he came up in there, and won the MVP that year, and won the Super Bowl for St. Louis. Um, but I was a huge Kurt Warner fan. He was a beast. Oh. He was disrespected at the Rams. Say that again. Kurt Warner was definitely disrespected at the Oh, Rams absolutely. He doesn't get enough respect. And for him to make it back? With the cards, yeah. yeah. For, with the car, I mean, I know he didn't win it with the card, but him to make it back after, you know, getting shamed in St. Louis after winning one, I mean, that, that's crazy to me. And that's that's the thing with Nick Foles is the very next season, the standard was so high for Philly when realistically it was an anomaly that you guys even won the Super Bowl. And for yeah. them to compare – Oh, Foles is off into Jacksonville and now Chicago and who knows where he's going to be now, whatever. But uh, and then to throw Carson Wentz in there and be like, you better do what he did. Knowing, knowing dang well, that was uh, just an anomaly. It was, it was not fair to Carson, but also I didn't like how Carson was was handling the situation with the entitlement. Like you had one good season because even before that, he because that was his third year, right? That was his third season or his, his second season in the league. When he had that really I good. I think it was his second. I think it was his second. His rookie year wasn't very good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, his rookie year wasn't very I mean, he 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 just he had a pretty good leap forward. And, but ever since he hasn't done nothing. Prove yourself, man. You you have a Super Bowl caliber roster right now with the Colts. You've got your coach back. All right. I mean, you've got everything. I mean, I would I would I wish we would pick up some good wide receivers, but you know, maybe we we're going to do something with Pascal and all these young bucks and see what we can do with them. I do like Carson. I bet the Colts get a wide receiver in the draft this year. Honestly, I, I think they do. Um, T.Y. is kind of getting old. I think Michael Pittman will be really good. But I think I bet they'll add at least one more wide receiver to try to bolster that wide receiver. Court. Yeah, I agree. I think um, uh, Pittman and Pascal are going to be our ones and twos by midseason. I don't, I don't see anyone else being able to do it. I think that I wish, I wish they would play Mo Ali Cox more. Uh, I know they use him more as a blocker, but yeah, I know. I don't know why they don't play him more. I, I would good. play him over Burton, but they don't. Uh, they use Mo Ali Cox is, I mean, I'll never forget that. He's, He's a big huge. Dude. It was a, uh, I think it was was it Andrew Lux last year with us? Yeah, he caught he caught it. Yeah, like, in the corner of the end zone. In the end zone. Yeah, right man, I'll never. That was one yeah, of the most beautiful insane, catch man. I've ever seen, man. That was that was great. But um, <laughs> I do like Mo. I I really like our roster this year, man. 
I I love our roster. How many games do we win this? I think year, we're man? going. I think we're winning eleven. I'm going to say ten or eleven games. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that that's the range I like yeah. too. Ten or yeah, 11. ten or eleven. We have a tough. Schedule I do this think year. that we're going to be at the top of our our division this year. I don't. Tennessee might be good, but Tannehill's Tannehill. You know, I love Tannehill, and he's a good, consistent quarterback. He plays well in their system. I love the Tennessee coach. Um, I I think we have the better roster. I, I think we're managed better, and uh, we're coached better for sure. And I, I we'll see, we'll see. But I, Jacksonville, they're going to be great with Lawrence, but it's going to take a season or two to figure it out. And then we all know Houston right now. That that hole. That's Dude, wild, that, man. That's what bad, you, man. I gotta that's ask. Bad. I know it, it's off topic, and we're running on short on time here. What do you think about that that whole Watson situation? Do you think it's legit, or do you think uh, this is a bit of a coincidence because he wants to leave Houston? I I think it's probably legit. I don't think I don't think things just come up like that I agree. out of the blue. Um, if he like was Mister Perfect, yeah, so, I, I agree. You know, I, we don't I need think to get into he the might details be of the trouble. charges for sure, but. Um, I, I don't, I don't believe in coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And, um, yeah, that typically, that typically doesn't happen to Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it takes a lot for the law to get involved because the, the law is, you know, obviously the law, you know, it's, they're not going to yeah. start an investigation. They're not going to get lawyers involved and go public with anything unless they have something with hard backing. So it, it makes me think that there is something and, and he, he it's it's not going to be pretty for him. So we all know Houston and we all know. Yeah. Isn't it like up to like 21 or 20? Yeah, I, thought I was I was going to throw a number well. out. I thought it was 23 the last time, um, but I, I could be wrong. It might be 20. I'm not really a Deshaun Watson fan anyway, so I don't really keep up with it. No. Um, I could care less about the Texans. Uh, I think J.J. No, I I hope they lose. Every I hope game they lose this every year, game man. this year, and I I love I love the Cardinals, <laughs> especially the Titans. Oh, too. I like the Titans, man. I respect we, the Titans. Um, even been our division. Um, I hope we beat them when we play them both times this season. But I I don't wish any ill on the Titans or even the Jags, man. A lot of people want to stay within their division, but I really like the Jags. I'm always cheering for them because they've always sucked. <laughs> so I would like to see. Yeah, they have, fun. man. I don't know how they get a top ten pick. Yeah, every year. A top ten pick, top five yeah. pick, top five, top ten picks, and they can just they can never get it right. It just it blows my mind. Um, I I think the Colts with Wentz are gonna do good. Uh, they're they're gonna win eleven, ten or eleven games. Um, I haven't quite looked at the schedule so i i don't really know off the top of my head but even depending on matchups we might even win 12 i i think we're going to be up there in a top three or four contender for the afc um and if we can get to a rhythm with wins and and he can get past his his whole um mental roadblocks with this whole got to prove myself because of nick Foles crap then i think he's going to do well with us and having a familiar coach with frank Wright, i think he this is his chance this is his last chance and no excuses and if you don't do it with us and the, the, the contract that you have with us and the duration of the rest of your remaining contract, uh, I doubt you're going to be in the NFL after that. I don't, you're going to be a backup for the next. Yeah. If th- this is probably his last chance because he's got a good roster with the Colts. So if he can't do it with the Colts, then he yeah. probably can't do it with anybody. He certainly is a question um, mark for me. I think, 
I think he could be first, definitely, um, in the AFC South out of quarterbacks, or it could he could possibly be last. I guess we'll just have to see. But I'm I'm hoping yeah, he's first. Yeah, I, I do too. But we we gotta get to these picks, yeah. though, man. Uh, we already gave two with um, at, we picked Askren and Cunningham, but we're going to the UFC now, and um, there's the UFC fight night this Saturday, and. One of the bat- battles I thought um, seemed interesting was Orlovsky versus Sherman. It's a heavyweight bout. Orlovsky was a champion like a long time ago, but he's like 42 years old now. And um, Chase Sherman's he's kind of like a strong 31-year-old kickboxing guy. So who do you think would win between those two? I actually, I actually looked really heavy into this one, and I, I really like Sherman on this one. He's a slight uh, underdog, but uh, I like Sherman just because of the age, man. I mean, I hate to use that as my only, my only backing for why I'm picking him, but you're, for, he's 42 now, man. He's 31. He's got a, he's got a one inch reach on him. He's taller. He's got more weight against him. He, he, I think just overall. I, I I'm picking Sherman for this one. I know Orlovsky's uh uh been a championship before, and he, he's he's 50 fights, man. He's 30 and 20. I really did a lot of research on this one because I I feel really good about the Sherman yeah. pick, <laughs> and um I, I love uh or Orlovsky. I, I love his his fight in him, but uh, you're 42, man. He's got a lot of heart. You're you're 42, yeah. dude. It's... There's, there's sometimes you gotta retire, man. Yeah, man. Like. If you keep this up at 50 fights, whether you go 31 and 20 or you go 30 and 21 with this next fight, man, you only have a limited amount of brain cells, bro. And as you get older, son, you better back up a little bit, in my opinion. I I, I could never be a 42-year-old <laughs> fighter, and I, I I like to think that I can hold my own. No, but... man, I, I could not do that profession, that's for sure. I, I'm taking Chase Sherman, too, and it's all the reasons that you listed, basically. He's younger. He's taller. He has a reach. I think he's actually heavier. I think he's ten pounds heavier. Yeah. And um, I've just I've seen him in a couple of fights, and his leg kicks are just like so deadly, man. Like he, you could tell he just puts a lot of pain in people's like cat in those calf kicks. So I think he's going to do that to Arlovsky, kind of slow him down, and then I he might TKO or KO him, but I, I don't like saying I want to see guys get uh, KO'd, but I'll, I'll say Trey Sherman's going to win yep, this I one. Yeah, I agree. Um, our next fight is I, – I actually like this, and I, I don't think this one's going to be close, but it's uh, Robert Whitaker versus Kevin Gasson. Yes, so – Yeah, I, I'm taking Whitaker. Uh, it's not even close. It's not even close. Whitaker is uh, – I'm taking second-round knockout, man. I think he's going to destroy Gastelum. I think it's it's not even close, man. I, I, I think so, too. I, I'm actually surprised they made this fight. Um, like, uh, Kevin Gastelum is – he's, like, basically on trending downward, and – the Reaper has just been on a tear, man. He's he's taken all these top guys out. Honestly, Adesanya should give him another shot, I feel, at, like at this rate because he's beating all the top yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I don't – he doesn't get enough respect in, in the in the UFC, and I, I think Whitaker is 
it's a no-brainer. I'm putting the house on them. Aussies are freaking yeah, tough absolutely. too, man. You can't you can't bet against an Aussie. Um, all right, we're going we're going to your turf here. We're going to NBA games. I tried to pick hard games for us because we we got to have a little separation here. But um, Nets at the 76ers tonight. I know you said a lot of the Nets players. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking 76ers taking? all day on this. I mean, you're you're missing Aldridge is out, Griffin Griffin is out, and Kevin Durant's out. Uh, I just in the 76ers are on a on a tear. Um, as much as I am not a fan of Ben Simmons, I can't stand him. Uh, I think he's a little. Dude, I hate the 76ers yeah, too, I, man. It's something about just like the way they act yeah, and Joel Embiid's like the seven foot one guy like flopping all the time. It's, yeah, I don't I, annoying, I don't like man. Joel Embiid at all. He's going to win MVP this year. I respect his game. I don't like him as a player. I don't like his attitude. I don't like his crap talking. Uh, the fact that you, you got destroyed or not destroyed, but the fact Toronto knocked you guys out in the, con- you know, in the the conference championship two years ago, and then you you walk down the hallway crying like a baby after crap talking. Oh my <laughs> god, I love that every bit I of it, dude. And that. I, if if any any <laughs> NBA player or any NBA player that he's ever given crap to, if I was them, I'm putting that crying face on a T-shirt and I'm wearing it to every 76ers game against him. To remind him <laughs> that he's you haven't done anything yet, man. You're a big seven-one center. You you you're showing a lot of game. I give it to you. I think you're MVP this year. But shut up. Stop talking. I just I just don't get it, man. I I, I don't understand it. Same with Ben Simmons. He's a LeBron Jr. He's a LeBron James Jr. You haven't. He can't yeah, shoot he, either. You can't shoot. What you're, you're dating Kylie Jenner? No one cares. You're dating a fake robot. I, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I cool. yeah. congratulations. You, you, you. I, I thought that or, was Devin Booker. He's dating one of them. Who knows? They get passed around the NBA anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're both we're both taking the 76ers. So now we're going on to the Knicks. Oh, I'm Colts. taking Knicks, baby. I am. I'm a huge Knicks fan right now. I love Julius Randle. I said it three years ago when he got traded that we, the Pacers, should get him. I wanted him. I wanted him so bad. And he didn't get enough respect when he got drafted. He didn't get enough respect in L.A. He. I love Julius Randle, and he's not even getting enough respect right now. And the dude's dropping triple dubs twice a week right now. What are we talking about, Knicks? That guy, that guy's a beast, man. And the Knicks are—they're kind of one of those teams on the uprise. But this is one that we're gonna have to differ. I, I'm taking the Pels tonight. Um, I just think them being at home, they score more points on average than the Knicks. Um, but their defense is still kind of bad. But you can't be going against our boys' coach and. St- when STG got hired on at the Knicks, I was thinking, no way. What are we <laughs> doing? No way. It's a horrible – or I'm sorry. I said Knicks. Um, I meant um, New Orleans. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, what are we talking about? I don't – I just – I didn't think it was going to work. I thought Zion – I'm like, damn, you guys just got Zion Will, Williamson, and now you're going to ruin his whole first four years of his career with some crap coach. But – um, it's working. They're not doing too bad. 
Yeah, so this will be interesting. Whoever wins this tonight, this might be a game changer for us. But on to the next one, which we're going Mavs at the Grizzlies. Yes, so I'm taking Mavs here. Um, Porzingis is back. Uh, Luca's obviously playing out of his mind like he always does. And uh, I'm not seeing – I I don't think that they're going to be able to have an answer for that duo tonight. Um, The matchup has – Definitely is in favor of the Mavs. I do love Ja Morant, but you know we've got you. You have DeAnthony Melton's out right now. You have Justice Winslow's out. Yep. You have Jonte Porter's Jonte Porter's out. I mean, I, I just I don't I don't I don't see them doing much. The matchup's not there for Memphis, and I think it's Dallas tonight. I think I'm going to lean with the Mavs, too. Um, both these teams are so streaky. It's hard to really get a read on what they're going to be playing like this night. But, I mean, they have one of the best players in the league with Luka Doncic. So, let's let's roll with the Mavs here. And then we got to go to our Pacers. We got to give our Pacers some love. Pacers at the Rockets. I'm seeing some mixed reviews on this game. Like some people think this actually might be close. So who, who do you got? On this uh, one? I'm going to take the Pacers. I, I, I'm never going to bet against my own team. Even if we, we play against the Nets with a fully stacked KD Kyrie and Harden. Uh, I'm always picking my Pacers. I'm loyal to the end, but even, even realistically, I think I'm still taking the Pacers tonight. I mean, we're talking about Houston. Um, I know miles Turner's out right now. Um, but I, I, I don't think the Houston Rockets are exactly who they are right now. They're they're chasing they're chasing the number one pick. They're they're revamping their whole roster right now. They're just in a in a rebuild, and I don't they're they're not going to have any answers for us tonight. I think Sabonis is dropping a triple double. Triple double. Yeah, who, who's, who's guarding Sabonis tonight? But I will. Who's guarding it. Sabonis tonight? Um. Yeah, I don't even know. This this Houston Rockets team, they're garbage. I, I think it should be an easy win for the Pacers. I hope it is, but yeah. we'll see. I'm going Pacers on this one. Um, let's go to the Wizards at the Kings. This is It, it is, to too, me. and as much as I don't want to pick the Wizards because I am not a Russell Westbrook fan, again, he's just a chatty Cathy who's never proven anything. He's a, he's a stat chaser. Uh, I don't necessarily think, yeah, he's a stat yes. chaser. Uh, how do you not win it with KD and, 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 you know, Harden, and, and, and Harden James Harden when they were all young bucks? Uh, and then you, you couldn't win it in Houston uh, again with Harden. I, I just, what are we talking about? I'm, I'm over. He He's like that Paul George character. Like he could be on any team, yep. but they yeah, might and not win a championship. I agree. He's a number two like. option. He's atrocious on defense. I mean, his turnover ratio, he's averaging 4.4 turnovers a game or something, 4.5. I know he's leading the league damn near. Um, I But I am going to pick them because he is on a tear right now, and he's got something to prove. I think Bradley Beal's actually back now. Yeah, 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 he's going to be on the team too. I love Sacramento. I always look at them as – I don't, I don't understand get it either, how man. they're not good. They, they have a good, they have roster. A good roster too. And like, I even like their coach um, as much as he gets a lot of grief. But I, I don't get it, dude. I don't understand the. Uh, I, I think 
Uh, it makes me question Luke Walton as much as I like him as a coach, but uh, it's either Luke Walton or they're just not ran correctly. I just think that whole franchise hasn't been ran well. You know, yeah. Gilbert Arenas was out there speaking his mind about it, and you you know you have uh, Boogie Cousins out there spoke his mind about Sacramento. I mean, it's just. This is what Luke Walton needs to do. He needs to go down into announcing, take his dad's spot because his dad sucks. Yeah, I at announcing. <laughs> that's that's honestly what he needs to do. He, his dad is one of the worst yeah. announcers I've ever heard. Um, who was very annoying character? Uh, real quick, real fast. I thought for sure before they picked up Luke Walton as their coach. Who was the? Uh, was it? Um, the Nets old coach that they fired last season halfway through because Katie and Kyrie didn't like him. Um, what was that guy's? Co- what was the coach's name? Um, Atkinson. Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson. I can't remember. I thought for sure Sacramento yeah, yeah. was going to pick up Kenny. It made. I thought for sure. I thought. I even wanted the Pacers to get him. I'm not sure where he ended up landing, but I really liked Kenny. It made sense for him to leave Nets. I I think that was the entitlement from Katie and Kyrie, but. That was uh, I know that was off in left field, but I totally thought for sure Sacramento was going to pick them up. It made sense. He he, but it is what it is. Um, but I I don't understand Sacramento, and um, I hope they get it together. I like Buddy Hield. I like De'Aaron Fox. I like their entire core. Uh, I like their young their young roster, but they need to get it together, or they're just gonna they're gonna end up just losing everybody again once free agency comes around and their contracts are up. Yeah, that, exactly. I, I feel like that's going to happen for them, and then they're just going to be a garbage team again. Um, honestly, I looked this up. The Kings, in their last five games, they've <laughs> lost their last five games, so I do not trust this team at all. So I'm I'm going Wiz here, too. So we got eight of these nine picks, and you're you're picking smart like tonight. You're I picking pick the, right the right team, team. Every night, unless it's LeBron, and I'm never going to pick the right team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but our last one here, we're gonna go with the uh, Heat. I'm, I'm the for sure Nuggets. taking. I'm taking the Heat right now. They have been very hot lately, and uh, I know they're they've been inconsistent throughout the season. I think they're finally on a tear here at the end of it all. They've been on a little bit of a hot streak. Denver with the horrible, horrible news with uh, Jamal Murray. Um, devastating. Because I'm a huge Nuggets fan. I love Jamal Murray. Uh, Who's their backup point guard right now? I wanted to see what their roster was like. Um, there would be Monte Morris would be their point starting point guard now. Uh, their other point guard would be – I can't even pronounce – Facundo Campazzo, <laughs> not even lying. Yeah, I, I don't. Even... I yes, I mean that is such a huge hit for them because Murray, he could score like thirty or like even forty some nights. So I mean that's a lot. Yeah, of yeah, it, a lot of fire there. firepower. And honestly, when they picked up Aaron Gordon, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, we've got, we've got a contender here, um, but not not losing Jamal Murray. It, Dude, that that's huge, man, and I feel for the Nuggets, and uh, I'm taking Miami. I think they're on a tear right now, and with the devastating news with Jamal Murray, I'd imagine the Nuggets aren't quite in it right now. Um, but it, it is a toss up. But I, I think I'm going to take Miami on this one. 
Oh wow! No, oh, you taking wow, Nuggets? Wow, I'm I'm taking. Oh I wow! Taking wow! Hell heat. yeah! <laughs> I'm taking the Heat. I, I I like I like your pick on this. Honestly, this is kind of an interesting game. I saw Victor Oladipo's out this game, but just the blow from Jamal Murray, man. I mean, he is probably their second. I think hands down, he might be their best player, but he's for sure. I'd probably say Jokic over him, but he's for sure their second best player. And point guard is so crucial to a team. And if you don't have a good point guard, then that's going to be a problem. So I'm going to say the Heat squeak it out in a close one. So what's going to separate us is this Knicks and Pels game, man. This is what it comes down to. Your team, Randall. I'm team Zion. I, I Let's see I, what uh, happens. I am a huge Zion but, Williamson fan. I like what uh, most stands doing over there as much as I thought it wasn't going to work. But, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely taking Knicks. They don't get enough respect. Um, they don't win tonight. I'm never picking them again. Because it's only it's my only it's my only uh, pick against you, and I'll forever hold it against the Knicks if I don't win this. <laughs> and I'll forever <laughs> hold it against the Pelicans, man. It was it was fun uh, chatting with you tonight, man. I wish you uh, nothing but oh, the best. And yeah, thanks for, for sure, man. It was tonight, fun. Man. Appreciate um, it. My first podcast ever. I hope I did pretty well here. I look forward to doing another one if you'll have me and. Um, I love what you're doing with the uh, Wolf of uh, Moneyline and you know, getting your podcast going here. Uh, keep it going, and uh, I look forward to future podcasts. I do listen to them, and I think they're fun. And uh, you know, until next time. Hey, I'll see you. Until Tommy. next time, man. Thanks a lot. Later. Later, man.